Prove your love. Got to prove your love. If you want to be with me tonight, show your stuff. Cause words are not enough. I wanna hear your body talk to mine. Wow. Thanks. Um, that was Taylor Dane. It was. And I, I wouldn't have known that if you hadn't told me. I, and I bet a lot of our listeners have no idea who Taylor Dane is. So, okay, let me imagine Cher. Okay, yeah. She, she's at Dillard's, full price. <laughs> and then she gets filtered down to TJ Maxx. Okay, the casual corner bin. And that then you, she gets yeah. filtered to Ross. Okay, Taylor Dane. Okay, yeah. Taylor Dane. Like, but the Ross clearance section. Yes. Taylor Dane. That's Taylor Dane. Um, what I like about that, so this is going to be a breve, and we just wanted to start with a song. Yeah. But what I like about that is the lyrics, prove your love to me, yeah, yeah. is kind of about the Mormon church talking to all the Mormons. Like, you better prove it, bitch. Right, you do have you to You better prove it. prove it that you're into this. Because faith without works is dead. Yeah, right. basically. So, anyway. Anyway, that's it. We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Ah. (laughs) Hot, 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 hot. Hot drinks. Hot, 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 hot. Hot drinks. So I'm already drunk. Like and subscribe. Hi, Sister Twain. Hey. Are we doing this like it's a wrap? Yeah. (laughs) I am in your ears. What? I don't know. I really sucked at that so that you bad. Really, you really tanked that. Like, we oh, were really starting with something special. Oh, my God. And you really dragged it into the ground. Oh, shit. So embarrassing. So welcome you, to Hot Drinks. Welcome to Hot Drinks. This is Latter-day Twain. You're this is Brother Coffee. Coffee. We're not going to give big intros because this no, is a breve. No. And a breve means, if you haven't listened before, a short episode right. about a topical topic that we want to talk about. But we because, want to talk about topical topics. But because of the topical topic tonight, right? we might... It, it, it might be a brevet plus or like what a did Jokio you call- brevet. Right. Okay. Like a double Jokio, shot, brevet. double shot brevet. Uh, today at work, I got a dirty chai on my break, <sighs> which is a chai with espresso. Okay. And she said, do you want four shots instead of three? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like who says <laughs> no to that? Right. She's right. like, I mean, I have to brew four shots. So I'll just dump out the extra shot if you don't want yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, who says no? If like she had shots. been a more transcendent being, like more evolved. The barista at yes. this coffee shop. She would have done the four shots and then handed it to you with a sparkle in her eye and said, I put four shots in, you, oh, in there, there you for go. you. There you go. Instead of there three. There you go. Just for you. There you go. Have a magical day. I love that. Yeah. I love a dirty chai. Anyway, because it's a dopio breve. Wait, was that what? What? That's what we're saying. Oh, no. Because it, of the topical topic. It's going to be a dense, it's a meaty. Yeah. It's a. We're it's like a cat, like a hot dish casserole of a topic. Well, I mean, we strayed too far from the coffee metaphor. Oh, okay. Instead of it's, okay. milk foam, maybe we foam condensed milk. Maybe we foam Can jizz. Can you foam that? Can you foam jizz? Yeah, we already talked about that. We did. We have talked about <laughs> that. <laughs> a few episodes ago. Yeah. We also, uh, for this dopio breve, bought it. Brought in a special guest. You know her and love her. Uh, She's been on the podcast before. Her name is Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. She's not OG Rachel, which is our list, uh, one of our original listeners. Right. But um, she's the guest Rachel. She's the guest Rachel. Not confusing at all. Do you want to give it like a brief, like a, 
who are you so people can go, oh, oh yeah, that Rachel. Yeah. So I am the trans woman who's on, who gave her background story yes. about how I was super Mormon my whole life. And then I figured out I was trans when I was Mormon married. Right. And, to a Mormon lady. Yes. yes. And the process of having to come out and yes. figure all the shit out before the church had made a more official stance on trans issues, which they have now. <laughs> which is what we're here to which talk is about what tonight. brings us together tonight. Really quick, I want to say. Yes. <clears throat> what if we called you Rachel the Beloved? Oh, okay. I fucking love that. Okay. Rachel the Beloved. <laughs> I'm really excited. Not that the OG that. Rachel isn't Beloved. Oh, no, no, we no. We call her the OG Rachel, though. Right, yeah. I've known her since before I knew you. Oh, I've known her since before I knew you. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I probably met you guys at about the same time. Can we get into a dick, a dick fight? A dick measuring a contest? A dick slap and fight? Just start slapping our dicks I together like swords? I haven't my dick with anyone's dick for Do a Do you want to touch time. peepees together? <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> I know. I mean, you have a peepee. You have a place that peepee comes out. Yeah. But my peepee doesn't want to touch your peepee. <laughs> so. What is it exactly you're referring to, Rachel the Beloved? I've I've completely lost track of where we were. <laughs> okay, so so the, so the reason we're I, gathered I here together today, oh the peepees touching peepees. The reason we're gathered here together today. Today, the LDS Church, also known as the Mo- Mormons, Mormon Church, to make Satan laugh. Yeah, yes. um, used to have two handbooks of instruction, which were sort of the handbooks for the general leadership of the church. The first handbook was anybody could look at. The second handbook was secret. And you could only see the no, second handbook if you were in a bishopric. It was sacred. It was sacred. Oh, right, no, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you could only see the second handbook if you were in a bishopric. Uh-huh. Well, then the church figured out that nothing is secret in 2020. Like, it, it, no matter what you publish, it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> so the church decided to revise the handbook. There is now one handbook and it is available online for all members and non members to read. So they published, <clears throat> what was it, like two or three days ago? Um, the new handbook? Maybe two. Uh, maybe 24 hours. I, I don't remember. It's It's been a long few days. Yes. <laughs> it feels like 17 years ago. <laughs> But so they published a new handbook. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about a few things that were published in the new handbook. And in conjunction with, I don't even know if it was related or if it just happened to happen around the same time. But BYU, which is the Mormon school in Provo. uh, I mean, it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the Mormon college in Provo. (coughs) Updated their... Updated slash didn't update their honor code policy. And I don't, was that related to the change in the handbook I, or was it just I coincidental? I feel like with the various queer issues that came out with the handbook, they're like, oh, let's distract from that and say that maybe gays are kind of okay at BYU, right. but, but then like lying. also retract it at right. the same, right. like within the hour. Right. So yeah. we wanted to gather together today <laughs> to talk about these issues. And we wanted to bring in Rachel because a lot of these are trans issues and the way the church speaks about trans people and, and Rachel I am is a trans, a trans issue. she's a trans issue <laughs> and sister Twain is raising a trans issue I am so we wanted <laughs> so instead of me a cis white gay male speaking out of turn about things I don't know anything about <laughs> bisexuality <laughs> we wanted to bring in a trans woman uh-huh. and the mother of a trans man and talk about trans issues and here's the very pointed point of the topical topic not to put a too fine a point uh, on the pointed point yeah not to put um this is the first time correct that the church has been specific about uh actions that they would take go ahead 
It's it's the first time that they've been more specific on like more nuanced topics before. Um like before it was mostly just don't cut off your pee-pee because that's all we know. Right. Right. <laughs> um so and, we're getting a little more into and, the nuances. And now, of- yeah, now they've educated themselves a little bit more and have kind of, they've, they've broadened out their spectrum of how to hate people properly. Right, right. Oh, they've go. learned enough to hate deeper. Yes. Right. But that's, and we'll get into this, but like, I just want to be like, did you talk to one trans person? Did you just, could you consult with one trans individual before you wrote these policies? I mean, they probably looked at like the ex-Mormon subreddit to get ideas. No, 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 no. They would, they don't, they don't know how to get on Reddit. Reddit? You think Dallin A. Chokes <laughs> is on Reddit? Their PR people might. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they hire young college students. The 20-year-old D's not PR people <laughs> are getting on subreddit. The D's nuts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so let's touch really quickly on the BYU honor code thing, and then we'll jump into the church handbook. Is that okay? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. previously, the BYU, just to give a little context, so when I was at BYU, when we were at BYU, mm-hmm. 75 years ago, uh-huh. in 1904, yeah. the honor code said, checked out. said you, y'all can't be gay. <laughs> right. That, that was it. There was like a section that was called homosexuality, and then it had one bullet point that said, y'all can't be gay. <laughs> and that was the end of the section. So then probably, I don't know, 10 years ago or five years ago, BYU updated the honor code, and it said, it's okay to be gay and be a student, but you can't participate in any homosexual activities. So no holding hands, no dating, no kissing, you know, your same yeah. sex It was their person. don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, basically. Like, oh, you right. can be gay and you can say you're gay, but we don't want to see, we don't want to see you dumb homos touching <laughs> lips or anything. Yeah. Ew. So the church then just <clears throat> updated the policy to say what? So... They updated the policy and removed homosexuality specifically. Right. Um, Because before I mentioned it explicitly, they're like, you can't do anything homosexual at all. Like, not even hold hands or kiss or anything. And if you did those things, you could be kicked out of the university. Yeah. You could could lose scholarships. You could... Yeah, yeah. your bishop, whatever. I don't remember what it's called. I want to say recommendation. That's not... Your ecclesiastical endorsement? Yes. Thank you. That's Yeah, yeah, that's the phrase. I said it so quickly because every single time I had one, I either told the truth or lied about having my titties played with. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, anyway, go ahead. Um, So they changed it so that it was just like a... You can have romantic relations... Unless you're planning on getting married. If you're planning on getting married and you're straight, it's fine. If you're gay, it's not. But you can maybe hold hands and kiss and stuff. Um, and which, so, which was met by a lot of <coughs> celebrate, celebrating. Yeah. Celebrating People are like, hey, they're finally gay maybe. gay BYU students. Or I saw an article about, I guess there's a, there's a BYU athlete that's a woman that's bisexual. And so she was talking like, oh, this is so great. Like we're finally letting... <coughs> you know, queer students be able to kind of express their queerness. Yeah. Great. Progress. Steps forward. Maybe steps, yet steps. And so a lot of like celebrating from these BYU students, like, oh my God, we can actually like go on a date or we can like hold our boyfriend's hand on campus without fear of, you know, losing our ecclesiastical endorsement. So to clarify, that is what they said recently. Yeah. And I think it was like, they kind of just removed the language, right? Like they did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they... They changed it so that it sounds inclusive. And then within the next couple hours, after they'd seen that everyone was happy that <laughs> right. gays could like, like maybe too many gays are happy. <laughs> they, 
they tweeted like a correction tweet and they're like, we've learned that there may have been some miscommunication as to what the honor code changes mean. Even though we've m removed the more prescriptive language, the principles of the honor code remain the same. Right. Basically meaning we're not specific about it because we don't want to get in trouble right. with people who think we're homophobic. Right. But also don't be, don't be homeless. Quit being gay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then, for example, what was the thing recently? So there were, and I and I wish I had more specific on this, but essentially, like BYU had some job listings for some positions on campus, and then there were, and for some, I'm assuming like professor positions or adjunct professor positions, mm -hmm. and then and those are listed typically at other universities. And there were a few universities that took down the job postings and said, "We're not going to post these job postings because you're you have you say in your like bylaws uh -huh. that people can't be homosexual." Right. So this was essentially BYU removing that wording from the the lang the official language of the school so that they don't look homophobic but also they're still going to kick students out who are right, gay. Right, right, exactly. So it was yeah. like having they want to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, and they're gaslighting. Oh, oh um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and there were like people posting all these pictures of like kissing in front of the Brigham Young statue and like oh. holding hands and then there were a shit ton of other people who were like, oh, we need to save BYU from this horrible thing. I can't believe that we've gone against the teachings of Christ and mm -hmm. just all this homophobic bullshit that they're trying to hide behind. What an asshole that Christ is. <laughs> I've heard of him. He sounds like an asshole. The follow-up tweet to the one you just read, it said, the Honor Code office will handle questions that arise on a case-by-case -case basis. The church loves to handle things on a case-by-case -case basis <laughs> because that means they can discriminate when they want to and they cannot discriminate when they don't want to. Right. And then it says, for example, since dating means different things to different people, oh the Honor God. Code office will work with students individually. Oh Does God. dating mean different things to different people? <laughs> I mean, dating means dating. I mean, with and it could be casual or more, you know, more serious or whatever. But, like, it's dating. <clears throat> dating within the Mormon church can look different amongst the members because it just depends on how sexually traumatized you are right. from your upbringing. Right, right, what, right. What, okay. what, what degree? Right, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. So anyway, yeah. so basically the church so, was like, we don't hate you. <laughs> just kidding, we hate you. Which again is like almost more damaging than just continuing to hate the students from the beginning. Like just hate all the gay students. Mm -hmm. And then they can just get used to it and like numb themselves to it. But don't <laughs> pretend. Like, no, that's what you did. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> No, it's super, <laughs> this stuff is super hard for me because I just want to go to every queer and gay BYU student and just say, like, please leave the school. Like, this is such a to toxic environment. There were a lot of people after they tweeted that who tweeted, like, uvu.edu slash transfer. Right, like the, the link to transfer to UVU. But I get it. Like, I know that, like, some of these kids can't afford to go to another school. Some of these kids, their parents insist they go to BYU. Right. Like, there are right. so many reasons that people can't yeah. just, like, go to a different school. But it just breaks my heart because I just think these kids are, like, putting themselves through hell and making what should be a really fun, exploratory, like, interesting time of life into a really torturous, awful time of life just to make a bunch of, like, old white men happy, you know? Because here's the thing. <clears throat> They believe that Jesus feel it, that that Jesus is anti LGBTQ, right? Because of what the old white men have said, right. because they receive quote unquote revelation. Right. There is no written text anywhere, right? Of of Jesus purportedly saying anything about it. Also, Jesus had a boyfriend. His name was John the Beloved. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like Jesus, I. Jesus was easily a polyamorous bisexual easily, man. Easily, 
like he, I, he had I, twelve men following him around at all times. But, and, and I know it sounds like we're being flippant and joking, but like literally, but, there is a person called John the Beloved, the beloved. who was like Jesus's beloved. Like right. that doesn't mean like BFFs. Like they had a friendship bracelet. Rachel, they the was beloved. fucking. Who's beloved? Are you? Many. Oh, she's the beloved of many. Yeah. Let's take a little break. Yes. That's we've we've dealt with BYU. Yeah, we just They're gave over it a and little, done with. Little touch, a little flick. A little flick of the clip <laughs> of BYU. We just flicked BYU right in the clip. Right in the clip. So let's take a break and so then let's get good. back and let's talk about some trans issues. Woo! Woo! You guys, remember a few months ago when the church put out that thing about helping everyone understand what a coffee is? <laughs> When you oh, go into a coffee shop. I, that was good. That was that, good. Compared to the transgender language in the New Handbook is now like Shakespeare. It's, just, it's very true. <laughs> this is the thing about all of this stuff with the church. Okay. The coffee thing, the trans thing, the thing I'm about to talk about. <clears throat> it is so clear that the church did not talk to anybody mm-hmm. when they wrote that coffee thing. Right. They just talked to like a dumb blonde girl named Tiffany mm-hmm. and had her write it. You know what I mean? Like, and when, you, when we talk about the trans stuff, it's so clear they did not consult at all with anyone who's trans or trans adjacent or who has a trans friend. Like at, at the very most, they maybe consulted the somewhat supportive parent of a trans child right. who's too afraid to actually say anything after they came out. Right. Ooh. It's like so – their language is so oblivious. So, for example – so the one quick example that I want to bring up and then we'll jump into the trans stuff. Um, so in the section of the handbook about HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. – now, why would a religion need a, hand, a section about HIV and AIDS, a disease? Yeah, why? Why, why do they have a section about cancer or no. diabetes? No, they do no. not. Um, <clears throat> This is how they chose to describe that. Members who are infected with the human human immunodeficiency virus or who have acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. It's not immunodeficiency syndrome, isn't it? Autoimmunodeficiency? Because that's why it is AIDS. It's not IDS. Yeah. Anyway. Again, they haven't. haven't. Right. (laughs) They didn't talk to anybody. Members who are affected with HIV or have acquired AIDS should be treated with dignity and compassion. Okay, great. I'm on board. Oh, I'm, I'm right with you, Dallin H. Oaks. Is he still alive? I don't even know. Is he a he, person? Yeah, he's the first. Yeah, he's Who's alive. Who's the prophet? Russell M. Nelson? Russell M. Nelson is the yeah. prophet. Yes. Anyway, I'm still okay. with you, Russell. <laughs> the next line. Some people with HIV are innocent victims of the acts of others. Here we go. Here we go. Which implies that some people with HIV are dirty sluts who deserve to have diseases. Yes. Who deserve diseases. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, some people with cancer, some people with cancer are innocent victims of cancer and some motherfuckers deserve cancer. got what they fucking asked for. Yeah. Yeah. For example, they may have become infected through a careless blood transfusion or an infected parent. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. Maybe they got infected through sex and people who have sex should be punished. So they deserve the disease they got. I mean. If infection has resulted from transgressing God's laws. The church advocates the example of the Lord who condemned the sin yet loved the sinner. That and encouraged is repentance. Such bullshit. It's I such bullshit. I can't believe they're still using it. Like, no. do they not have a millennial or a? Or, oh no, 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 they do not. You know, you know, like ch- checking this, editing this. This is so similar to Sister Sherry McDoomy. Uh huh. 
her story about how when she told her parents she was raped, uh-huh. they went out and bought her more modest clothing. Right, 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 right. I mean, God damn it. It's like, I could do a whole podcast on this, but we won't. But the idea that like people without HIV are clean and that people with HIV are dirty, <laughs> like just that whole idea is so backwards yeah. and so, I mean... It's kind of like how this is still true, and a lot of people are shocked when I tell them this because people don't think this could actually be true. But if you are a gay man, you are you are not allowed to get blood in the United States. Yeah. And that was a law that was passed during the AIDS crisis because our blood is dirty, because mm-hmm. we're gross, dirty buttfuckers. Yeah. And so th- we are not allowed and to get blood. And that's not in straight porn at all. No, 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 no. And so, I've never had a dick in my ass, ever. You never have. Not even maybe seven or eight times. Uh- <laughs> So even if you are, like, literally, now that, you know, gay marriage is the law of the land, even if you are married to your gay spouse, if you're a man, Mm -hmm. and you are married to a spouse, and you are monogamous, and you only have sex with each other, and you both know your status and know that you are uninfected, you are not allowed to give blood. Right. Because your blood is dirty. Right. So just this whole idea of, like, fault or, like, dirtiness or whatever. And it reminds me so much, too, of how... My mother believes that my father deserves his Alzheimer's, deserve right. to be right. in that shitty, shithole, right. nightmare nursing home right. because of the choices he'd made in his life. Right. Hey, shout out to your mom because she might be listening. Shout out. <laughs> shout out, Mama Twain. I think we decided to call her Anita. Anita Twain? No. <laughs> Shout out, Mama Twain. I hope you're listening. Anita Twain is what we're going to call the married guy that I'm currently fucking. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never slept with a married man. That, that's You never would dare. I uh, know. Such a lie. And I've anyway. never slept with a married man who is also my boss either. She's done both of those things. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so much problematic language in this handbook. It was. It was. Oh, I thought you were going to say about me. So much problematic language <laughs> coming out of Sister Twain's mouth. No, so much problematic language in this handbook. It was clearly written by a committee of sixty-five-year-old white men who had who have never talked to a woman or a gay person or a trans person. But what we really want to. I was going to say Mitch McConnell uh, could be on that. Oh, he totally could. But but and he he, might be. But he's probably closeted, right? We think. Oh, or is that no, Lindsey Graham? No. I mean, most of the apostles are. Yeah. But I was thinking Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. No, Lin- Mitch McConnell's not closeted. He's too evil. We wouldn't take him. But Lindsey Graham probably. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So, but what we really want to talk about, because where most of the language felt so problematic and so obtuse and so <clears throat> uninformed uh-huh. was the stuff about trans okay. issues. Let's let... So take it away. Rachel the take Beloved. Take it away, oh, Rachel. Right. Take it away. Here we go, bitches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it starts with the title, Members Who Identify as Transgender. And you'd think that maybe they'd start out with some kind of like, oh, we need to be kind. And no, they go straight into, hey, so if you receive elective or medical surgical inter- intervention for the purpose of attempting to transition to the opposite gender of his or her birth <clears throat> sex or sex reassignment, they go straight for... Just jump right into surgery. Yep, because that is the cis-straight view all the time what? when they hear trans things they're like oh but what about your pp did though? you cut your pp off yeah. right yeah yeah <clears throat> and if you do cut off your pp they don't think about trans men or 
transmasculine or non-binary people right. at all. It's right. only trans women. In this whole thing, they never once bring up the topic of non-binary or gender Oh, queer. no, no. Like, they don't... It's just men who become women and women who become men. Yeah. There is no in-between area. Yeah. They be- don't even acknowledge that that exists. Because in the church, gender has to be binary. It has right. to be split up right. between penis power and right. subservient women. Right. Anything in between or not on that spectrum or both or... They don't even know what to do with they, that. No, they don't. <clears throat> and we'll get into that. Even the thing, even, and I don't want to interrupt, but even the title where it says members who identify as transgender, like, you that, don't identify as transgender. You are transgender, yeah, you know? And, I mean, that's, to like, their that makes credit... it sound like a choice. Yeah, I, yeah, to their credit, that is the language that was used in, like, maybe... The early to late 2000s and like going into the 2010s, we've started to kind of change it over because we're like, no, that makes it sound like a choice. Right. It's not an identity. It's not. It's who you are. If if it was a choice, I would not be here right now. Right. Um, (laughs) But it's not. Uh But yeah, they started with members who identify as transgender. Anyone who who gets... cut off their peepees. They... They're may not receive a temple recommend. There you go. Mm-hmm. Area presidencies will help local leaders sensitively address individual situations. Again, handle on case-by-case right, basis. Right, right. Because they don't want to address things broadly. They want to individually go after people and say, no, what you're doing is wrong and the Lord hates you. They don't want it in writing. I mean, what that really boils down to is they don't want it in writing because then... Someone could say, no, this is what the handbook says. You can't do this to me. 100%. But if you, if they screw you over or treat you badly, you can say, well, you fucked me over and you treated me badly. And they can say, oh, well, that was just that local leader. Well, that was never our intention. You know, it's, they're removing guilt from the organization and putting the guilt, putting the blame of mistreatment on some poor 32-year-old who got called as the bishop who has no fucking idea what he's doing. And putting blame on the victims yeah. of their abuse. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this next paragraph, not only do they contradict this throughout the rest of right. the thing, but it's like, a member who does not pursue medical, surgical, or social transition to the opposite gender, opposite gender again, right. is worthy and may receive a temple-recommended temple ordinances. And then... So what is that? So someone who doesn't... Someone who doesn't... Someone who doesn't have surgery... Medically, socially... So like just a cis person. (laughs) Yeah, someone someone who still pretends that they're cis. Right. And is identifying with the gender they were assigned at birth. They're fine. They're fine. As long as you are hiding yourself away. Right. We will not tell you that you're bad. I mean, we will for other things. Right. But not for being trans because you won't be outwardly trans and that's okay. It's just such a dumb distinction. It's like if you don't say you're trans or or have surgery or dress like a woman when you're a man or change your name, then you're fine. You're like, well, then what is that? Like who who is that person that – that person is not trans then. Right. Right. Okay. So – oh, okay. Here we go. Into the next section. Then it says transgender individuals and it's like – Members and non-members who identify as transgender and their family and friends should be treated with sensitivity, kindness, compassion, and an abundance of Christ-like love. All are welcome to attend sacrament meeting and other Sunday meetings and social events of the church. All are welcome to pay tithing. All are welcome. And then, directly after, gender is an essential characteristic of Heavenly Father's plan of happiness. The intended meaning of gender, italicized, in the family proclamation is 
next italicized, biological sex at birth. Right. Biological sex and gender are two very separate things. Yeah, it has been right. again multiple times. If multiple you had studies. talked to one trans person, <laughs> or like looked at any of or, the science, or one like LGBTQ ally, or you know what I mean, or like, anyone could have said to you like, no, gender and biological sex are not the same thing. No, not even close. And like they they got to like fourth grade, fifth grade biology, and they're right. like, yeah, no, that's enough. That conforms to our views. It's yeah. fine. I also love the italicize. Right. It means birth at the sex at your birth right they're they're really obsessed with the pp they uh, really are <laughs> they really are they yeah <laughs> I, oh so, we're all just like oh so, sigh sigh yeah some people experience feelings of incongruence between their biological sex and their gender Id- gender identity as a result they may identify as transgender um the church does not take a position on the causes of people identifying themselves as transgender. It was aliens, you guys. Meaning. Aliens came down. Meaning the church is not interested in science and truth. Right. Or yes. we, we don't want to <clears throat> learn about what it might be because then we might have to be held responsible for the oh, shitty things we say. Oh, man. Right. right. If, if we just don't take a stance and just remain willfully ignorant. Right. Then we won't have to worry about and it. And then right. that $100 billion dollars would just disappear. Right. I just love the idea of, like, members who identify as trans should be treated with love. Please also completely deny their existence as a trans person. But treat them with love. You're uh-huh. like, these two things don't go hand in hand. <clears throat> you can't treat someone with love and then in the next sentence say, like, we don't know why this happens. We don't agree with it. We think it's wrong. We think your birth gender is, a, is an eternal concept. But also treat trans people with love. Like, it just... We, we will have to punish you. Right. But we also will we treat you with love. We love you, and it's and it's and it's unconditional Christ-like love. Right. Oh my God! It, it's such bullshit. Okay, we haven't even gotten to like oh, really no. contradictory. Oh, stuff. there's so much fun stuff in here. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's take a little quick break. Okay, okay, okay a little. Quick. Just we. I need to refresh my drink. Refresh. You it. need to drink more of your coffee. Sister Twain is drinking coffee and wine yeah. right now. I had a long day. She had a long day. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you need to refresh anything. I. Sure. Okay. So we're going to take a little break and then we're going to get into more really straightforward language that really clarifies Emphasis the church's the beliefs. I yeah. like how you said straightforward. Straightforward, yeah, yeah. not transforward. You guys, we're back. <laughs> Is everyone okay? Are you okay? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you okay, Rachel? Oh, I'm fine. Okay, great. Oh, All right. So. Just to recap, the church hates trans people, but loves trans people, but disavows and uh, and uh, speaks down to trans people. Is that kind of where we were at? Yes. Okay. And, and if you have a peepee, it's forever. Oh, yes. Keep those peepees. They <laughs> love penises. Forever. I they, mean, if you build a whole do. religion about, around penises, then, like, you can't have people cutting penises off. I mean, they kind of did. <laughs> they kind of did. No, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like... I don't want to. I don't want to like feel sympathy for the church, but they built their entire religion around this idea that people with penises had more power than people without penises. Yeah, and so then suddenly, when people were like, "Oh, I had a penis and I don't want it anymore," or "I didn't have a penis, but I think that I spiritually have a penis," you know, whatever, they don't know what to do with any of that. So now we're gonna get into some more bullshit. The, the crazy, crazy shit. Okay, <clears throat> so this next sentence, just right off the bat. Most church participation in some priesthood ordinances are gender neutral. <laughs> I didn't even read that line. 
<laughs> oh my god. Literally nothing in the church is gender neutral. Not a goddamn thing. I, I'm surprised that they could even put gender neutral together in a sentence. Right. Right. What is one thing in the church that's gender neutral? Like singing <clears throat> hymns is gender, gender neutral? Sunday no, because you still sing parts. Sunday school teacher? Well, sure. You could. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's all primary that, teacher that yeah uh, oh my god that's that been, is ridiculous right, okay okay transgender persons may be baptized and confirmed as outlined in whatever they may also partake of the sacrament receive priesthood blessings however priesthood ordination and temple ordinances are received according to birth sex oh right 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 again a religion built on if you have a penis or not right. yeah and so, then, so what this means for people who might be a little confused because you're not mormon is you're a nomo a nevmo if you a nev a nevmo uh, a nevermo yeah a nevmo nevmo uh a nev campbell mo a nev campbell mo um so uh, also known as a, as a party of five mo <laughs> so if you're a party of five mo and you've never been a member of the church right what that means is if you were born with a female sex assignment but you identify as male you're not going to get the priesthood right because in the mormon church only men yeah. who have penises and who were told they had penises at birth <laughs> can have the priesthood which is like the governing authority of the church right and when you go to the temple the in the mormon church if you will. yeah the penishood when you go to the temple in the mormon church the the ordinance you actually you literally sit on different sides of the room. The men sit on one yep. side, the women sit on other sides, yeah. and the and the things you say and the ordinances you perform are different based on what. But the women don't have to veil their faces anymore, so it's not sexist. Oh, it's not sexist. They're oh, is that maybe gender neutral? Oh, well, maybe. anyway, no, the baker's hats are still there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I love that. So the, there's. Say, I love oh. that the Neff Campbell Mo's, the Party Five Mo's, right now are going. What the fuck is the baker's hat? <laughs> Neff Campbell just, Party Five Mo's, just write in. <laughs> Scott Wolf Moe's, if you're a Scott Wolf Mo, write in and we'll do a whole brevet for you about the oh, temple ceremony. But anyway, so, okay, go, so, so anyway. you those ordinances will still be performed based on whether or not Birth you were sex. had a penis when you were yes. born. And then right after, they reiterate church leaders counsel against selective medical or surgical surgical intervention for the purpose of attempting to transition. They I don't know why. The obsession for cutting off dicks yeah. is so prominent. Yeah. <laughs> It does not need to be there. Not us- not every trans w- woman or trans feminine person decides to get bottom surgery. Not every trans masculine person gets like a top surgery or a bottom surgery. Like every trans experience is different. Mm-hmm. But they're so focused right. on that binary. Right. right. They're fixated and on, on whether it. you have a penis or not. Yeah. And so obsessed with the birth sex and also meshing that with gender is eternal right and yeah right. and they're like oh but we don't take a stance we don't know how it happens right mm-hmm. right <clears throat> and oh again God. had they talked to one trans person right that trans person could have explained all this mm-hmm. that like surgery is not the end-all be-all for every trans person no it's like not like for some people it's not even a topic of a discussion i mean personally i would love to eat the peen right but <laughs> Yeet the peen, 2020. <laughs> but there are so many other trans women <clears throat> that are, like, okay with it or, like, they're like, oh, it doesn't bother me that right, much. Right, right. But. Uh, and yeeting the peen costs a lot. It's so fucking expensive. So if you don't, if it doesn't bother you, great. Yeah, anyway. How expensive is it? I know this um, has nothing to do with the church. I, oh, I, I need to do research, but it's, like, the tens of thousands of dollars is there a state in our country where they allow 
insurance to um, I or it, is there? A, I don't think it would be a state thing. I think it would be if the insurance <coughs> insurance. Company. insurance. Yeah, there, which sometimes there are, there are various insurances. I know that there are some insurances through like Starbucks that maybe cover it. I don't. There. I've heard that FedEx has insurance that has some benefits for trans people. They, they ship away the remains. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> To the island where Tom Hanks but is. But I have a trans friend <laughs> with... who worked for FedEx because FedEx provides some benefits for trans huh. people. Oh, okay. But then they ended up not getting the benefits because some for some reason they didn't qualify or whatever. But anyway, there are some, I think, companies who build that into their benefits. Yeah, rider. and then to get the benefits, you have to go through a number of hoops and stuff because right, right, right. capitalism. Right. That's a different subject. Right. You mean like you have to like throw your penis through a hoop? Right. I'm... I mean, it depends on the company. Has it? If it's already been <laughs> yeeted, it's easier to throw through the hoop. If the peen's been yeeted, yeah. but if the peen has not been yeeted, you yet, ain't jumping through the hoop. No, you the can't peen throw. hath been yeet. If you yeet. if you haven't if it's an un, an unyeet <laughs> peen, if thine peen is unyeet, <laughs> thine can't cast it through upon a hoop. Fie, fie. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, continue. We keep interrupting because we think we're fucking hilarious. You are. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God, you guys, five-star reviews, please. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, oh my God. So then Where did we, we leave off? We left off, they were snipping the peens. Okay. okay. Which, which they were like, don't do that. They're like, don't do that. Okay. For the second time they said that. Okay. And then they say, next, leaders also counsel against social transitioning. And then they define it. A social transition includes changing dress or grooming or changing a name or pronouns to present oneself other than his or her birth sex. His or her. Reminder, you're one of these two. Is the phrase, I had never heard the phrase social transition before. Is that a phrase that is used yes. in the trans community? So, okay. Social transition is like changing name and pronouns. Right. And... Like redoing your wardrobe to either be more like socially masculine or feminine right. or none of the above or all of the above. Right. Just it's dressing however you want to make yourself more comfortable, comfortable in yeah. who you are yeah. and saying, hey, this is the name that I'm going to use. Here are my pronouns. Um, let, yeah, it, it's. Social. Social transitioning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I okay. wondered if social transitioning was something they made up like same-sex attraction. That's what I wondered too. No, no, I hadn't that heard is that. real. Okay, I just okay. hadn't heard that phrase used before, so okay. I didn't know if that was like a Mormon term. Yeah, no, that is real. Okay. So they say that they're against social transitioning. Right. They're like leaders that advise that those who socially oh. transition will oh. experience some church membership restrictions for the duration of this transition. Pause. Membership restrictions is the new term for disfellowship. Yeah. And for you party of five Scott Wolf Moes out there, disfellowship meant you're not kicked out of the church. You're still a member. Right. But you can't take the sacrament for a specific period of right. time. And also during that period of time, you can't do any, offer any public prayers. Right. Meaning. Or like teach in a class. Or teach or a lesson in a or, class. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah. But we don't call it just fellowship anymore. We and call that, it membership restrictions. And that is also an update in this updated right. handbook. Right. They have to soften the language so it doesn't sound like they're attacking people. Right, right, even right. Even though right. it definitely is. Right. Yeah. Well, no, and then they say, like, restrictions for the duration of this transition to make it sound like it's a phase or like Like a you're going to do it for six months. Yeah. For six months, that funny, that funny lady's going to dress as a man and then... Or no, maybe... 
Oh, no, yeah, no. It's the duration of the transition. Yeah. I was going to say maybe it meant, like, the duration of however long they deem that you should be socially shunned. But, but no, it means as duration. long as you're... As long as, long as, as you're, like... A woman dressing like a man or a man dressing like a woman. Because those are the only two options. You can only dress as a man or a woman. And you can only be a certain birth sex. But what that language meant to me was during your transition from birth sex to gender identity, you have these restrictions. But once you get on the other side of it, you can have all the things. Oh, no. you No, no, but I know. I know. But it's not good language is what I'm saying. No, it's, it's... very, very, very vague. Right. Um, and completely open to the interpretation of, like, a local leader or whoever. Which, which is a nightmare. Right. Which is a nightmare, especially for those who are chronically depressed mm-hmm. or have suicidal thoughts. Right. Yep. Yes. Because let's say you're a trans man or a trans woman and you get this new handbook and you go to your bishop, who's your local leader, and you talk it all out and you're like, well, I'm you know, dressing in men's clothes and I'm using these pronouns and he's like, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And like, you guys come to some sort of agreement or whatever, right? And Mm -hmm. everything's hunky-dory and you've figured it all out. Well, then that bishop gets released and a new bishop gets called. Or then you move and you're living in a new area. So suddenly you have new leadership. And then that new leadership could say, well, no, none of those things apply. That bishop was wrong. You doing all these things is a horrible sin and you're going to receive these punishments. So it's like, Again, it do, they don't want to put in writing like if you do X, Y will happen to you. They leave it up to the in, leave it up to the individual leader, which can be great if you have a lovely, kind, compassionate individual leader, which sometimes those are out there. Mm-hmm. But can also be awful if you have a horrible leader. And it's yeah. it's they call it we they often refer to it as like leadership roulette. Like you mm-hmm. don't know yeah. where the you know you don't know where the bullet is. You just have to spin the chamber and hope that like you survive. And they hope that you don't play the roulette and you just. Hide forever, right? Because so that that's the easiest way. If you just hide forever and you never talk to your bishop about it, then then none of this applies. Right. You just stay hidden. Right. Yeah, but we still haven't gotten to this one nugget that I'm waiting for. Keep going. Okay. Um, so talked about the restrictions. It says restrictions include receiving or exercising priesthood, receiving or using a temple recommend, and receiving some church callings. Although some privileges of church membership are restricted, other church participation is welcomed. It's all nonsense language. Okay. (sighs) Transgender individuals who do not pursue medical, surgical, or social transition to the opposite gender and are worthy may reserve church, may receive church callings, temple ordinances, and temple ordinances. Um, So if you're transgender and you don't have surgery, you don't change your pronouns, you don't change the way you dress, you don't try to change your name, you don't do anything to acknowledge to the outside world that you have some sort of gender dysphoria or are transgender you're fine it's mm-hmm. a don't that's fine the, you, yeah. as long as you keep it quiet and you don't do anything like no problem guys yeah. no problem <clears throat> and it says some children youth and adults are prescribed hormone therapy by a licensed medical professional to ease gender dysphoria or reduce suicidal plots right before a person begins such therapy it is important important that he or she and the parents of a minor understand the potential risks and benefits. If these members are not attempting to transition to the opposite gender and are worthy, they may receive church callings, temple recommends, and temple ordinances. They don't understand how those hormones work. No. Um, <laughs> so they're saying you can take the hormones as long as you're not transitioning, which I, I have seen videos of people who are still in the church, still married in like straight... I put that in huge air quotes. Yeah. Straight relationships where 
the trans woman who's still identifying as a man for the purpose of self-shame and keep staying within the cold. Right. Um, they're, they're on hormones and they still present as masculine, but then they very much have boobs or like <clears throat> transmasculine people who their voices drop, they grow the facial hair, but then they probably have to like, it. it's such a bullshit. What I also think is, I do, what I also just want to point out about that language is it says, you may have a medical professional who has a degree in medicine <laughs> who is prescribing certain medications to you uh-huh. for your mental and physical well-being. Uh-huh. But we want you to think really carefully about that. Yeah. And please consult with your bishop, who is a 32-year-old guy who works at Vivint. Exactly. Who got, exactly. Who got this calling, <laughs> who has no training or no expertise in this area, is just some guy in your neighborhood yeah. who's a dentist. Uh-huh. Please consult with him about if you should take these hormones. Fucking bingo. Don't 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 just entirely take the 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 advice of the trained medical professional with a degree yeah. who understands these issues, who's looking out for your physical and mental well-being. Please talk with Chad, who has a dental practice he inherited <laughs> from his dad and he's 32 and he's your bishop. Chad Nielsen. Yeah, Chad yeah. Nielsen. Okay, of course. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I think this might be the part that you were talking about. If a this member- is Twain's Nugget. We call this section Twain's Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> if a member decides to change his or her preferred name or pronouns of address, the name preference may be noted in the preferred name field on the membership record. <laughs> this, um, the person may be addressed by the preferred name in the ward. Here's the thing. That is social transition. That's social transition. Yeah. That, that is the thing that they've, Said they first said now. if you social transition, you can you will be disfellowshipped, and now they are saying, Please feel free to change your name. Kind of, yeah. It's we we will use your preferred name, you can put your preferred pronoun in there, whether or not it's actually used right, doesn't mean right, shit, right? And like, we don't encourage <sighs> social transition because we're going to ban you from all the things that'll keep you from heaven. Um, we'll get you into words are hard, it's fine. Um, and then they go on to say, circumstances vary greatly from unit to unit and person to person. Members and leaders counsel together and with the Lord. Area presidencies, the Lord. Area presidencies will help local leaders sensitively address individual situations. Bishops counsel with the stake president. And, and it goes on. And it's like, if you want further information, understanding and supporting transgender individuals, see <coughs> transgender on churchofjesuschrist.org. Like they're the no, authority. No, 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 no. These are no. approved resources. No. If you have further questions, please refer to the bullshit language that we've already provided you. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Was that Twain's Nugget? No. The social was, transition thing? Or? It was the... If you would like to change your name yeah. thing that you said, and but that is social, that transitioning. Is social transitioning. I didn't comment because I was pacing. I, got, I had to get up and pace. <laughs> you've probably heard. You've heard on other episodes when Sister Twain gets emotional during the episodes, she just up and leaves. <laughs> she goes and walks around the room. Sometimes she runs up the stairs and down the stairs. Uh, yeah. So yeah, go into your room and rub one out. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Let's take a little break. This okay. has been a long segment, which yeah. has been super great. And then yeah. let's jump back in and just sort of digest all this fat and gristle. Oh. And then are we going to talk about gen? Oh, we're going to talk about genitals next and intersex individuals. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, intersex. Uh-huh. 
Y'all, we back. Yo. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I thought we were getting to the wrap-up, but I forgot that we hadn't even talked about this juicy twaint nugget. Because <laughs> the church finally, maybe kind of not really, <laughs> addressed intersex people. Because right. they're always like, no, it's penis or vulva. Right. And it's like, no, it, it has to be one or the other. Can you define intersex for people who may not be familiar intersex with Intersex is a condition where, I mean, I, I'm not nearly <coughs> qualified enough to say this, but it's like there's a difference in either like chromosomal um, makeup or like genital things where it's not necessarily one or the other or right. it's both. Right, right. Sex is not binary. Right. Nature is crazy as fuck. Right. And honestly, trying to fit people into one or the other box is bullshit. So instead of someone being like XX or XY, which are kind of the traditional, not traditional, but the the the, the gender markers in the chromosome, someone might be XXY or XXX or XYY. And someone yeah. might have a penis and have a vulva, and, or might have or like a mixture between the two. Right, or, might have testes and it just ovaries, might be but ambiguous. Yeah, or, yeah. So there are so many expressions of what that can be, and and I don't want to say it's a high percentage of people, but I think it's like not it's a totally more, uncommon percentage it's of people. More more people are intersex than are redheads. There you go. I mean, I, only four percent of the world's population has red hair. What if the church wrote this about redheads? <laughs> they were like oh a small God. percentage of people oh have, identify as redheads. Anyways. Anyway, so what does the church say about our intersex brothers and so sisters? So the title our of... intersex brothers and sisters and gender nonconforming folk. Your, your good no. efforts. Good I said efforts. brothers and sisters and then I was like, fuck, I said brothers and sisters while talking about intersex people. <laughs> it's okay. You're just conforming to the handbook. It's great. I am. I am. Oh my God. So the the title of this part is Individuals Whose Sex at Birth is Not Clear. Right. Because they have to lengthen the terminology right. <laughs> to make it sound like they're smart. We can't be Mormons. We have to be the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day uh, yeah, Saints. Yeah. In extremely rare circumstances, a baby is born with genitals that are not clearly male or female. And then in parentheses, ambiguous genitalia, sexual ambiguity, or intersex. Parents or others may have to make decisions to determine their child's sex with the guidance of competent medical professionals. Or not. Oh, you also oh. don't have to make those decisions. Right, but, but let's also point out that it's okay to rely on the guidance of competent medical professionals when there's an in intersex this, yeah, child. in this case, yeah. Only if you're putting them in one box or the other. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Decisions about proceeding with medical or surgical intervention are often made in the newborn period. However, they can be delayed unless they are medically necessary. Special compassion and wisdom are required when youth or adults who were born with sexual, sexual ambiguity experience emotional conflict regarding the gender decisions made in infancy or childhood um, and the gender with which they identify. Basically, just treat them nicely. We, we don't know what they are, and we right. don't know how they're going to identify. Right. But as long as you consult with a medical professional and get them in one or the other, <clears throat> then it's fine. Right. I actually think it's really interesting that they say in this segment that, that it's okay to delay making that decision. Because you would feel like the church would be so pro, like, cut the they, penis off but they said, or stitch the vulva up. But I think they said, I think they said, because again, it's so vague. That it's only okay if medically necessary to, to wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and they like they talk about regarding gender decisions made in infancy or childhood and the gender with which they identify. So, 
They're taking the pro-trans language, applying it to intersex people, kind of, and right. then not even applying it to trans individuals. Right. They're like, we don't know how they're going, going to identify, so we just need to respect that and let them figure it out, and then we'll have them consult with people. Like, it's kind of like, if you were born with an ambiguous genitalia, so not quite a penis, not quite a vagina, then we're going to give you a little bit of space to figure that out. But if you were born with a penis, you goddammit better love that penis and better be a man until the, you know, until yeah. the end of time. <clears throat> right. But, like, if it's ambiguous, then, like, we maybe are okay with, like, some questioning about it. It, it just makes no sense. It's such a double standard. It's such yes. a double standard. Yes. I mean, that that's the church in a nutshell, is they are a walking <laughs> double standard. But they... So. Yeah. So, naturally, after reading all of this when it came out, because I'd heard rumors that they were going to say something. There were, like, people tweeting, like, we love all of our trans and intersex siblings, and we want them to know that they're not broken. They're not any lesser for who they are. And whenever you see those tweets, you're like, you're oh, like, oh fuck. shit, what are they, oh, what, what, what did, are they what did those say? fucking assholes say? So I, I saw the shit. I'm like, no, I'll be fine. And then crashed for two days. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, so, like this, every time, every time I say they don't have power over me anymore, it doesn't matter what they say. And then when they, this time wasn't as hard for me because it wasn't specifically as targeted as at, at gay individuals as it was at trans people. But every time I say they don't have power over me, I don't care what they say. It's a bunch of fucking old white men. I don't care. Then they say shit. And then I spiral into depression for three days. Yeah. Every yep. fucking time. Yep. Yeah. I, and I so think especially because all of us or I, I don't actually know your situation. Oh, no. I, I do. I listen. We're fine. You do know our situation. Yeah. I talk about licking buttholes on this podcast. You know all my situations. Um, I think it's because we still have family in the church and knowing yeah. that they'll hear these things. And go, cool. Yeah. Cool, And cool. they're like, oh, okay. Great. So our family members are still broken. Yeah. So I was worried because I, I think I mentioned this when I was on last time where – when I first came out to my parents, they were like, we'll support you no matter what, but also please don't transition. So it was like kind of what the church, <laughs> kind, of, yeah. kind exactly. of what the church yeah. says now. Yeah. Um, we love you. And we support you. Please don't ever talk about this again or do anything about it that would make it <laughs> present in the actual world. Yes. <laughs> Since then, my parents have gotten significantly better. It's been a slow process, but they've started to readjust and they're using like positive language and they're supportive and it's amazing and they they use like your correct pronouns and, uh -huh. name. Okay. and name and okay, everything great. and like i got very feminine clothing for christmas oh. that i love oh anyway That's so cute. anyway so i got a message from my dad like a couple days into my depressive spiral and he's <laughs> like i'm thinking about you i hope you're okay oh. um i read the stuff and was it it's thrown me off too um and we had a big long conversation where it was just trying to figure each other out and then he ended up like he's like well the church will never change so you don't. I'm like actually it has it's so, right. many, so times. many times right, right. Um, the church the, will never change the eternal it is <laughs> god's <laughs> eternal messages hold except my cider. except that they change every hold 6 months yeah and then I'm like actually here's this this this, this, this. um and he's like all very valid points Mom and I were talking about the very that very thing tonight, how the ultimate weapon being used is Jesus said so. I've been 
beaten with that bullcrap my whole life in my childhood at college and now at work. I refuse to accept that anymore. I accept if you want to believe in something, but when you're controlling my life without any explanation other than Jesus said so, I see giant red flags and will ask questions. I will hold you accountable. There's a generation of in a, ig, generation of ignorance that is in need of dying, I know. And I sort of wish they, I could be there when they meet Jesus to hear him say, really? That's how you interpreted what I said? You get a thousand years in time out. <laughs> I hope I see... The hope I see and cling to is people who used to be marginalized when I was growing up and even when you were and are now being seen, heard, and accepted. The change is happening, though not as fast as we wish. Love always. Love will always win. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Yeah. I I was a sobbing mess. Right, Um, right. And then he said something right after that was like, Mr. Rogers is... My prophet, or no, I can't remember how he phrased it. <laughs> that or, is no, real- it was like always follow Mr. Rogers. I'm like, yeah, Mr. Rogers has been the best apostle, and right? Like, like way better. Do not listen to Dell and M. Nelson or whoever is in charge now. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's a big it, it's deal. A huge, yeah, step a big for deal. Him. That's huge, and especially because we know your father, and this is a big deal. It's it's a it's a big deal, big fucking deal, yeah. and I I was so happy relieved and proud of the things that he said and just how loving and accepting he's become That's and great. seeing that where they were and where they are now gives me hope for the people who are still in the church and are seeing through the bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. who saw like the changes with BYU and they're like oh good finally they have some maybe kind of basic rights and then they saw it changed they're like Oh, oh, wait a that's second. That's not okay. Then no. Yeah. If the church said it was okay and then they all of a sudden didn't, maybe that's not okay. Yeah. So it was shitty and fucking terrible as these very vague and floaty quasi acceptive terms they're putting out and all right. the bullshit that they're throwing out there. Mm-hmm. It's slowly pushing good people away from the church and helping them realize, yeah. oh, Maybe it's okay to love people for who they are, which is a radical concept. Imagine, imagine. This is what I always think about when these kind of things come up. So let's say you're a devout, active member of the church. You love the church. You've served your whole life. And then one of your kids comes to you and says, I'm trans. And so you go to the church because that has been your moral authority your whole life. And the church has told you your whole life. We are your moral authority. We have all the answers. The church uses that language. We have all the answers. Mm -hmm. So you go to them and you say, church, my child is trans. I love my child more than life itself. But my child is telling me that their, you know, gender assignment does not match the gender that they feel inside. What do I do? And then you get all this bullshit language about... Well, the social transition and blah, 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 and this and that, and maybe you'll get punished Horrible. and maybe you won't. Like, that, there's no answer there. Horrible. There is not an answer there. No. I was texting my girlfriend about it, and she's like, I don't understand why they're okay with settling for morally gray. Yeah. When there are so many other examples of churches out there who are being so accepting and loving and just open and actually following the things that Jesus said. <clears throat> and when the church says to the membership, 
we are not morally ambiguous. We are your moral high ground. We will mm-hmm. always tell you the truth. Well, then what is the truth, church? Uh-huh. You know, it's the exact same thing if you have a gay kid. You go to the church and you say, my kid is gay. What do I do? I love my kid. What do I tell them to do? And the church is like, well, like, it's okay. Like, we love them, but like, don't act on it. But like, maybe don't get married. But like, it's cool. But like, we're all God's children. Like, it's not an answer. So no. either say, you know what? We are not the moral high ground. We don't understand this. We don't know. You do you the best you can and figure it out and we're here to support you. Or say, <sighs> you know, your child is going to hell and we hate them or whatever. Like, take a fucking stance. Mm-hmm. They, like, quit want... having this ambiguous language mm-hmm. that just leaves these members who love the church and these kids who love the church. You know, these little teenage, you know, trans kids or teenage the queer baby kids. Gays. Who, the baby gays who love the church and are like, please, I love this church. I love this church, but I know I'm gay. What am I supposed to do? And the church is like, well, we don't know. Yeah, it you it's the whole like speaking for God versus speaking as a man thing. They want to have it both ways right. where they're like we are the ultimate authority, but also maybe things will change. Maybe we'll say something that completely contradicts things, but also whatever we say in the moment is right. And if we say something that disavows something <coughs> in the past, then just ignore that. Don't pretend that that never existed right. regardless of what kind of pain it caused. Right. For back to our um, Nev Campbell, Mose, Mose. Scott um, Wolf, Mose. So you guys, Scott Wolf is so hot. And what was Do the- you remember that movie White Squall? <laughs> White Squall. White Squall, <laughs> where it was just a bunch of hot guys in tight t-shirts that got wet. Yeah, that was a great movie. Fuck yeah, it was. Thanks, Nev Campbell, Mose. Anyway, I've never seen that, but I'm please, please, I'm, I'm please sorry. look it up. It it's like a shitty, trashy movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was later than that. It was like 97, 98, because okay. it was post my LDS mission. I'm glad we're but, talking about. And this. actually, I remember. <laughs> I believe the OG Rachel yeah. said to me, and uh-huh. maybe you, uh-huh. we had this conversation. You yes. said, listen, we just wanted to see cute boys in tight white t-shirts think, that were wet. Uh, yeah. And that was the OG Rachel. And, yes. And I was like, I was like, ah, that's that's great. I mean, I don't want to see I, boys in white t-shirts that are wet. So, but I mean, I'll go. Like, if you guys want to go. But like, I'm not gay, but I mean, I'll go. I'll go. Because I love. No one asked. I love popcorn and I just like going to movies. But like, I don't care about Scott Wolf in a tight. <laughs> White, a tight white wet t-shirt anyway anyway what were you saying about trans rights <laughs> for our nev campbell mose um it's my favorite thing we've meaning, ever come up with, the nev campbell mose our never mose our nev mose nev campbell mose uh so the reason the church purports to be the moral authority even God, I just can't think of a better word right now. Trumping science mm-hmm. um, is because they believe that the prophet and maybe some of the apostles have a direct line of communication to God. The creator of the universe. Yes. Like they literally chat with that, him. That, yes. Beyonce herself. <laughs> they literally, <laughs> they have a phone. It goes right to Beyonce's apartment. <laughs> She's like, They're like, hey, hello, bae. hello, baby, you called, I can't hear a thing. Anyway. I love the idea of Russell and Nelson <laughs> like, hey, babe. She... <laughs> They're like, what are we supposed to do about these you trans kids? You're blowing up my phone. <laughs> so, um, so, also... Also, I wanted to say... I wish. I wish their phone went directly to Beyonce. <laughs> I feel like the church would be in a much better place if Beyonce I mean, was leading they it. have enough money. They could get in contact with they her. They could. They could. But if they were listening to her, I feel like we'd be in a better place. Probably. Yeah. Speaking of the money, that's the second point I wanted to make. 
Bitches, okay, Mormon church. <laughs> Mormon church, if you're listening. Bitches be listening. Okay. <sighs> Gotta take a breather. You've got over a hundred billion dollars. hundred billion. You, we did a whole brevet on this. Yeah. Listen to it. Church, listen to our brevet. Bitches be listening. Bitches, listen to our brevet. Mormon church, listen to our brevet. I just love the idea of Russell Nelson in like his stocking cap and he's listening to this episode. <laughs> he's like, I should listen to that brevet. <laughs> he's removing the makeup off of his face yeah. tats. And um, uh, like, listen, you've got $100 billion. You could fix the coral reef Many times right. over. You could end world you hunger. You could clean the oceans of right. the earth. You could provide ca- like medical care for every trans child in America. Oh, oh, oh. A hundred times uh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A I've, million times I've over. I completely thought about like, I wonder if I could get my tithing money back. I know. Back can we start a class action pain. lawsuit? Yeah. <laughs> can, if there is a lawyer listening, I know there is a lawyer listening. I know who you are. But... <laughs> Can we? Can there be a class action lawsuit against the church? I, because they lied to me, and I want my tithing back. Right. I I feel like there might be one in the works. I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, I know the church has again all the money in the world to like, throw I, in a law a, a law case. Right. And but I'm I fucking sure, want my tithing back. And I'm sure they would claim it was like, oh no, it was a it was a willing donation. But they lied to us to get that willing right, donation. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. want my fucking so, tithing so, back. But my point is, why can't you just say? Gays can get married. Yeah. Transgender people can socially and medically transgen- right. transition. They can yeet the peen. You've got $100 billion. Yeah. What are you doing? What, are, do you, you what are you doing? Why do you care? Yeah, anyway. Let's yeet take a break. the peen. 2020. Oh, let's, let's take, take a, break. a break and then wrap it up. We're wrapping up. Was there yeah. anything we've missed? I, no, I, I think we... Rachel the Beloved. We took a little TikTok break to watch our some oh, favorite TikToks. Oh, my God. It was, it was healing. Oh it was my healing. God. We needed oh to laugh God. a little bit. So good. People are so... People are good. People are good. And Gen Z is fucking funny. Uh, Gen they, Z is going to save us all. They are our future. Are you... Gen, what gen are you? Are you, I'm, you, are you a I'm millennial? A mo- I'm okay. the very tail end of millennial. Okay. Gen Z, we love you. I'm like in that weird void zone between millennial and gen z That's where I, I don't actually belong to any generation i'm just i'm gonna... between gen x and millennial i'm the opposite end of that void zone and like i also started my like correct puberty later so like i don't actually fit in with people oh, in general right. for so... those members who are born between generations we ask for <laughs> compassion and to use the to use the wisdom of Jesus as you navigate a difficult time where you try to figure out oh which generation you belong to. Sometimes, with the help of a medical professional, <laughs> you may determine that you are more Gen X than Millennial or more Gen Z than Millennial. And you are welcome. But we ask for compassion and, and the wisdom, wisdom of Jesus. The wisdom. The wisdom of Jesus at these times. welcome to put Gen X next to your name in the church records. Right, and we will call you by Gen X, but please don't identify as Gen X or we will excommunicate you. Yeah. Oh, it's not excommunicate anymore. It's, it's removal, removal of... No, it's withdrawal, withdrawal of membership. Because it implies that you did it. Right. You withdrew your membership. That we just, didn't do anything. That just... I see that as a, as a sex metaphor, which is weird because I never see things as sex metaphors. Oh, <laughs> the entire church is a sex but, metaphor. <laughs> But I totally eyes on the top of the temple blowing that trumpet. Uh, yeah, oh we're gonna God. pull out your membership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and we're yeah. Come all over. Right, and yeah, 
in your gonna, eyes. Yeah. Second coming. <laughs> Second coming. Okay, well. Zing! So this has been a dopeo brevet with and heavy cream, like a flat white. It's yeah. It's been pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been dope. Oh, my God! Oh my god, one of the TikToks we watched was a young German oh, man. Oh, they've all seen it. Okay, you've all a seen young it. German boy. A young German gay <laughs> who says, oh my, god. oh my god! And then at the end says, ratatata. <laughs> Please watch it. Please send us your favorite TikToks. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be great. <sighs> anyway, do you have any, uh, Rachel the Beloved, do you have any concluding kind of remarks? Concluding remarks, final thoughts, um, yeeting of the peens that you want to share with the gentle I mean, if, listenership. If y'all want to donate, I would not be sad about that. Yeah. We'll um, s- send us a message and we'll give you Rachel the Beloved's Venmo. Perfect. You can donate to the Yeet the Peen Fund. I, w- I would be so appreciative of that. Um, my final message is just love people for who they are. Right. Gender is fucky. Um, Gender is fucky. That there, should be a t-shirt for there, sure. There is no reason to like I I honestly don't understand why society is so gendered anyway. Yeah. Let's just treat people like people. Yeah. Because, um, like, having to say either sir or ma'am and then, like, being right. confused. Oh. Right. Like, there, there's no – just fucking treat people like people. Right. Just love and the all to all of my queer people out there listening who might – who probably definitely – this week. Yeah, yeah. Like me. Yeah. You're not broken. Right. You're not lesser. You're not right. – you you don't need the opinions of uneducated old white men who sit on hundred billion dollar pedestals. Right. <laughs> Just, that was beautiful. You you don't need any of they only have so much power that the only power that they have is the power that we pretend to give to them. Yes. And them and their, their them and their withered ball sacks are gonna die. Speak love. Like, is there anywhere else in your Speak life that me. you listen to seventy-five year old white men? Not a goddamn part of my life do I listen to seventy-five year old white men. I fucking hate those fuckers. So why would I listen to them at the church? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. The only person you need to listen to is yourself right. and and that gay German boy on TikTok. You should listen to him and the people around. Oh my god. And the I'm people sorry. who love you. You're trying to say no. really lovely things, and I'm talking about the gay German. No, boy but on you're TikTok. not wrong, though. Ratatata. No, it just, he doesn't. Stop. Love, love yourself, love other people, and love that German boy on TikTok. Why yeah. is that so hard? Why is that so goddamn it, it fucking should, goddamn it, fuck it hard? It should not be. And and I understand if there are things like mental blocks you need to overcome sure. from like years of indoctrination. <laughs> I don't I, know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I still. Thousand percent have my own that I need to overcome. Right. Sure, um, but it's incredible on the other side. It's like what y'all were saying the other day, or the other. I say the other day, like <laughs> the on, other podcast. Yes, just That's like how divorce is. Right. right. It it's shitty and difficult and to terrifying. transition out of that. Right. Um, but the other side is so much better. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's okay to be happy with who you are. And it's a hard thing to accept and learn. And it's something that I'm still learning right. all the fucking time. But it's so it, – it gets better and you deserve all of the love in the world for being who you are. And even if you're not a person who totally loves who you are, because I think we can all identify with oh, that. Oh, absolutely. You should get a cat. It's a, You should. <laughs> number one, get a cat. But it's okay – 
to recognize that like that piece of shit organization that tells you to hate yourself, like you don't need that either. Like even if you're not fully like, I love myself and I'm ready to like right. shine. It's okay to say like, oh, but I also don't fucking need this bullshit. Yeah. And to walk away from that. <clears throat> Healing is not linear. Right. Oh, oh God damn. Put that on a Thank t-shirt. You. I'll be honest. Most of the things that I say are stolen from much smarter people than me. That's fine. But yeah, healing is not linear. It's figuring things out as you go. And if there are times when your brain gets re-trapped in those mental pathways that you got stuck in because, again, you were indoctrinated from birth, then I, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You are not, you are not any less deserving of love for feeling the shitty things that the church has done or that other unsupportive people might have done. Right. You... You are worthy of love simply by being. Amen. Just because you're breathing. Amen. In the name of Beyonce. CJ and Christ. CJ and Christ. And if you're not breathing, then, I mean, you should probably get a little bit more yeah. love because you, you need Like some, some CPR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you might be choking. In conclusion, <laughs> fuck Ru- Russell M. Nelson. Oh, my God. That creepy bastard. You guys, if you looked at his face, he looks like a villain his teeth, from a cartoon. His face. He has that weird pointy nose. He kind of looks like Mr. Burns, but not in a sexy way. He's like <laughs> he's like if Mr. Burns and Emperor Palpatine had a gay baby. Yes! Had a gay baby. A gay baby. Oh, oh God. Okay, so okay. this has been a little dopio breve with heavy cream flat white. It's been a dope dopio. We talked about a topical topic. We talked about topical <laughs> topics, but and we and we Talk pointedly about things we didn't want to put too fine a point on. The pointed point <laughs> was... You guys, I've had a lot of vodka. The pointed point of the nugget that was my favorite. The tweet nugget. Was that not only was the language crazy vague, oh but also really contradictory. Also yes. really contradictory. Fucking get a proofreader. Like, just a proofreader. Don't even talk to trans people. I don't care. Get a proofreader who says... I don't care. Wait, you... you Earlier you said you can't do this, and now you're saying please do this. I mean, yeah. but also talk to a translator. But also talk to a translator. Y'all, y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know shit. Translator. Trans. Oh, my Later. God. Later. I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> and on that note. Translator. Good. Later, trans. <laughs> Later, trans. Oh, my God. If I say that when you leave tonight, if I'm like, later, trans, is that offensive? I don't give a shit. Okay. It's a little bit offensive. I'm not going to say it. A little bit. A little bit, but I'm not going to say it. But also, I appreciate how endearing Translator, later, trans. (laughs)